0: Countries that the United Nations climate talks have been wrangling over deadlines for lowering their CO2 emissions. For COP28 President Sultan Al-Jaber, time is of the essence. Am I satisfied with the speed and the pace? The answer is no. Time is ticking, the clock is ticking, and I'm sure you can all hear it just like how I am able to hear it. Now, time has come for all parties, to constructively engage and to come to me with that language. I want everyone to show flexibility, to act with urgency, and to find the common ground we as COP28 presidency have asked for. The central question of the talks is what to do about the fossil fuels that are causing climate change. Tuvalu is a Pacific nation comprised of nine atolls. It is among the countries most susceptible to the consequences of climate change. Simon Kofe is a member of Parliament of Tuvalu and the Minister of Justice, Communication and Foreign Affairs. He says that with an average elevation of merely 2 meters above sea level and a land area of merely 26 square kilometers, Tuvalu faces the imminent risk of submersion as sea levels rise.
1: Imagine, standing on the last patch of land you can call home only to watch it disappear beneath your feet. This is not a distant nightmare. It is the impending reality for my people in Tuvalu. At the relentless pace of sea level rise, Tuvalu is predicted to be engulfed by the ocean within decades. But it's not just the land we stand to lose. It's our identity, our nationhood.
0: He has told SBS News the OPEC lobby's efforts are counterproductive.
1: Well I guess it it, it it makes me angry, um frustrated, disappointed um that there are people that are actually working against uh what we feel is 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 a cause that that uh, would save humanity in, in the future. So um yeah, I, I guess we we will wait to see the outcome of, of this meeting. And uh it's it's not over yet. So hopefully we we get some positives out of this this the outcome of uh uh, this meeting in, uh, in, in Dubai.
0: Minister for Climate Change and Energy, Chris Bowen, has committed at COP28 to triple renewable energy and double energy efficiency and to increase climate finance for Pacific Island nations. He's also urged other countries to end inefficient fossil fuel subsidies, arguing this would significantly contribute to reducing global emissions. Mr. Kofey says he's grateful for Australia's commitment
1: that's welcoming news for for us to um to hear australia uh, making that commitment uh, as you said australia is one of the the bigger exporters of, of fossil fuels so it means a lot when it, it's coming from australia that they're, they're they're serious about uh phasing out the on the use of fossil fuels and it's very pleasing for us as well to have uh australia we always look at australia as a as a bigger brother and uh it's, it's always good to have them in our corner especially in, in this sorts of forum so Uh, That's very welcoming news for us.
0: But some activists, experts, and many developing nations have criticized major energy companies and oil-rich nations like Saudi Arabia and Russia for supporting a slower phase down approach for fossil fuels. Democratic Senator Ed Markey, part of a seven-member team of U.S. senators visiting the talks, is concerned that some parties are attempting to downplay the crisis fossil fuels have caused. Young people of the world should be very afraid that OPEC and global oil and gas companies are working to water down this report. OPEC and the oil companies right now are trying to whitewash the um, crisis that has been created by fossil fuels. Um, and. U.S. companies are part of this as well. Despite pledges at COP28 to triple renewables and cut methane emissions, analysis by the International Energy Agency has found that these commitments fall far short of limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. The IEA's analysis has found current plans will only reduce global carbon pollution by 30% of the required amount by 2030. Jennifer Morgan is a German climate negotiator who has been in talks with the Saudi and Iraqi delegations. She says hope remains for a global climate agreement.
1: I think they realize that, that we're serious, that, we're, that, that the science is serious, and that other countries are serious. The European Union is tremendously serious about this. Uh, and uh, therefore, they obviously felt they needed to engage, whether it was a bit of panic,
0: whether it was a bit of realisation of how far the discussions are. Wabke Hoekstra is the EU's climate commissioner. He's calling for unity to prevent planetary boiling. If we put more stuff into the air, the planet will boil. And that is what we're here to prevent. Uh, And therefore we can have a compromise, and we should have a compromise on how we're going to do that and how we're going to divide the measurements we cannot argue with the 1.5. We cannot argue with the need to, to phase out fossil ASAP. Asama Al-Ghalib, SBS News.